Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Holistic Finance. My name is Ryan Burklow, and today you're just going to get me. Alex is currently detained and will not be able to join us. Uh, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about creating your own balance sheet. And I know that that probably sounds boring off the top. For those of you who just heard that, might be like, well, I'm going to click this off. That doesn't sound fun at all. But I can't tell you how many times that when I sit down with uh, with a naturopathic doctor and ask them, hey, do you know what your current net worth is? Do you know where all of your money is? Do you know how you currently look from like a 30,000 foot view? And the answer inevitably is no. And it's hard to know how you look because think of how many different institutions we log into to look at our car loans, our student loans, our savings account, maybe our retirement account, our mortgages, right? So it's hard to do that. So it's important to look at how you look because when you look, think about it from a health perspective. When a patient comes in and says, hey, I'm having issue with X, you all are not driving down and and only staying in that one particular area. You start to back out and you back out and say, okay, what are you eating? What's your exercise routine? And you start looking at at their health from a holistic viewpoint. You should be doing that with your finances as well. And so today I'm going to walk you through how to do that. So, So let's jump into this. When we're looking at our finances, first thing I want you to do is maybe earmark this episode because you might be driving. So this is going to be an episode that you're going to want to listen to when you are not driving. That way you can follow along. Okay. So now let's dive into this. When you are looking at your finances, first thing I want you to do is I want you to draw a, a let's call it a square on the left-hand side of the sheet of paper. And on the left-hand side sheet of paper, I want you to write down one, two, three, four, five different areas that you need to go get numbers on. So the first one is savings. The second one is investments. So write these underneath each other. Third one is retirement. Fourth is real estate. And fifth is business. This is your assets. And we're going to try to combine them all into this square. And so what I want you to do is in your savings account, so go look into your checking savings account, add up total dollars sitting there, take that number and put it in savings. So right next to the savings, write that number down. If you have any investment accounts, these are accounts that are outside of retirement accounts. Log into that institution, figure out how much is there and put that down next to investments. The same thing with your retirement accounts. Retirement accounts are 401ks, IRAs, SEP IRAs, simple IRAs, Roth IRAs. Those are retirement accounts. If you own real estate, what could you sell the real estate for? So maybe go to Zillow, just a quick example and figure out what could you possibly sell it for? And then lastly, if you have a practice, what's your practice worth? Now, this might be a little bit more difficult for you all to figure out. 
Um, you might just want to use a, a basic multiple of, of maybe gross revenue coming in the door. And right now you might just want to use, frankly, one times that gross revenue. Um, there's other formulas to use, but for simplistic sake, that might be a great place to start. Once you have all of those numbers, add them all up. And now you have the total amount of assets that you have. You have the total asset worth. So next to that square, so we've got the square that's labeled assets. To the right of that square, I want you to draw another square. This square is going to be your liabilities or debts. Now, some of you might have just freaked out a little bit because I'm sure the big number that might be appearing is going to be the student loan debt. I realize it's stressful, but I can't tell you how important it is. And actually, when you get this all written down, you can see how you currently look. Now you can kind of see where to go from there. It does help relieve the stress. And this is the starting point. So for liabilities, in that square, the first one I want you to write down is short-term. This is short-term debt. This is credit card debt. This is where I'll have you put your student loan debt, any car debt, any lines of credit. Go to the different institutions, figure out what that number is, add those numbers up, and put it in the short-term debt. Below that, I want you to write out mortgages. So log in, whatever mortgage you might have on any real estate you have, add those up, put that number there. And then business debt. If you have any debt in the business, this would be credit card business debt possibly, or any other loans, maybe PPP loans. This is where you put the business debt. Again, add up those total numbers and write total underneath business debt and add up all the debts and then put that number down. So you should have two squares, one on the left, one on the right. The left one is your assets. The right one's your liabilities or your debts. To the right of the liability column, I just want you to, write, to draw out a small rectangle and label it net worth. To figure out this number, you're going to take your assets, that total number, subtract your liabilities, and now you have your net worth number. So for those of you who've been listening to Alex and I speak about finances, you've heard us probably talk about net worth. You may have never known what your net worth is. Now you know. Now, oftentimes that net worth might be negative, especially if you're early in your practice because the student loans. Don't freak out, right? This is where you develop a plan to attack it after you have what it is you look like. Okay, so now we've got assets, liabilities, and then the net worth to the far right. I want you to draw a rectangle the size of your assets and liability squares combined. So the same length as that. So draw a rectangle underneath it. And in that rectangle, I want you to divide it out into one, two, three, four, five sections. Section one, moving left to right here. Section one, you want to put your income. What is the income that's coming in the door to you 
currently and gross income, right? This is pre-taxes. The second column is protection costs. Label it protection costs. Figure out how much we're spending on malpractice insurance, how much we're spending on auto home umbrella insurance, how much we're spending on maybe disability or life insurance. Go figure out those numbers and put that into the protection costs area. Move into the third section of the cash flow. Now, this rectangle, by the way, I should have started this. This rectangle is what we call cash flow, right? So we're going to literally write out where your money's going, starting with the income in the first box. Then we've got protection costs. Now, the third box, this is called asset building. This is essentially where you're saving money or how much money you're saving, so what I want you to do is figure out, okay, where are you putting dollars currently and what's the annual number? So for instance, if you save 300 bucks to your savings account every, every month, 300 bucks a month times 12, that's $3,600 for savings. Let's just say you're also putting $5,000 into your retirement account. So add those two together, that's $8,600. That's $8,600 per year that you're saving. And that's the number that you would put in that third box, asset building. The fourth box, this is where you want to put your debts. So whatever your monthly payments are on all your debts, times it by 12 and put that number there. So if your monthly student loans is 300 bucks and then you've got car loans and credit card debt, maybe that's another $700. Maybe it's maybe it's the other way around, but in the end, that's $1,000 a month. So that means your debt is $12,000 a year that you pay annually. That's what you want to put there. And then the fifth and final box is what I want you to label as lifestyle. And the way to calculate this number is if you take your income, subtract your protection costs from it, subtract your savings from your income, and subtract your debts now you know what you're spending on lifestyle. So that's your cash flow. What some key ingredients and what you want to be looking at in that cash flow area is what's your savings rate? So to figure that out is take the number that you put in asset buildings, so total dollars that you're saving, and divide that by your income coming in the door, your gross income. So if you're making $100,000 a year and you're saving $10,000, that means your savings rate is 10%. We coach our clients to save 20% of their income. Now, some of you might have just maybe cringed a little bit because that might sound like a lot. You work up to this, right? This uh, Most of the time when we sit down with clients, you're not they're not saving 20%. They might be saving 5% maybe 10%. But again, now you know what to work towards and how you're currently saving. All right. Last box to draw out. There's going to be a rectangle. And again, it's going to be on the, it's going to be on top of those two squares, the assets and liabilities. 
and it should be the again the same length of those two squares combined. So essentially, it's going to be the same length as your cash flow box. So draw a rectangle up top. I want you to call it protection. And you're going to divide this rectangle into four areas. The first section is going to be called if you're sued. And this is where I want you to look at what do you have in for coverage for malpractice and or do you have an umbrella policy? So what's your benefit? If you were to get sued in, in, in your practice or get sued personally, what protection do you have there? Write that number down. Like your malpractice might be a million dollars, write in a million. The next box I want you to uh, write down is if you get sick. So if you get sick, what type of protection do you have? For instance, if you were to get sick and you couldn't go to work, do you have long-term disability insurance? This is protection where if you couldn't work, imagine you couldn't work for six months, what would happen to your income, right? This is where long-term disability insurance would essentially pay you an income while you couldn't work. And this is due to sickness or injury. So do you have that type of policy? If so, write the benefit down. If not, write a zero. The third section, do you have your estate planning documents in order? This would be wills, power of attorneys, health directives, maybe a trust. Now, for those of you who are single, you may not have this. And I would advise you to consider at least getting a, uh, a will in place, a power of attorney in place, and a health directive in place. Again, write down yes or no, whether or not you have those documents in order. And then last and definitely not least is if you die. All right, so this is life insurance. So this is the fourth box in the protection rectangle or the fourth section. How much life insurance benefit do you have in place? Write zero, write 100,000, whatever you have in place, put it there. So here's the exercise I want you to do. So after you've done this exercise, so now you can look at really, for the most part, your entire financial picture on one page, at least the numbers. And I want you to look at from the standpoint of where do you see where you're doing well? Where do you see gaps? When you look at that protection piece, right? That, that protection piece is really about protecting your income. If your income stopped coming in the door, how would life look? And do you have the protection to replace that income if that occurred? In the cash flow section, how did it feel about savings? How does it feel about debt? Look at the overall picture. So now you have a picture of how you currently are and you can start to pick out, okay, what's important? Where should you start? In the notes, we're going to put a link to a video. It's called Living Balance Sheet. And this Living Balance Sheet can enable you uh, to really do a, a digital version of what you just drew out. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us about this. 
want to end with the question of the day. So how often are you looking at your finances from this holistic viewpoint? Or how often are you really just looking at your finances in general? This episode, this podcast is for financial, I'm not sorry, not for financial, but naturopathic doctors. And we want you to thrive in your practice financially so that you can help your patients and spread your message. If you have any questions or you want to reach out to us, head over to holistic-finance.com and there's a spot for you to reach out to us there. Feel free to reach out to us if you want uh, access to the what we call the living balance sheet so we can set up, so you can get your own virtual uh, tool to set up your own balance sheet. As always, I hope this episode is valuable for you and make it a great day. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or Quantified Financial Partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. This material is intended for general public use. By providing this content, Park Avenue Securities LLC is not undertaking to provide investment advice or a recommendation for any specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. Please contact a representative for guidance and information that is specific to your individual situation. Brian and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 200 Market Street, Suite 1850, Portland, Oregon 97201. Phone number 503-221-1226. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Burklow, Air Insurance License number 1531942. CA Insurance License number 0K24924. Alexander Collins, AR Insurance License Number 7264699, CA Insurance License Number 0H24806, Endpoint Number 2023-149879, Expiration January 2025.